And welcome back to the next episode of the Oscar Rewind podcast. I'm your co-host, Quentin Phillipson, and to help break down the final film of the 1983 Oscar year for the 1982 nominated films, the best picture, Gandhi, and to break down this best picture that is three hours long will be the three-hour podcast with Andrea Tennis. How are you doing this week? Let's hope it's not three hours. Too much, too much. I'm doing good, actually. Pretty good. It's been a pretty relaxing Sunday for both of us, and I'm loving it. That's right. Yeah, Andrew made the prediction this is going to be our shortest podcast yet, so we'll see if that ends up ringing true. I actually made the prediction last podcast that was going to be the worst podcast yet. And uh, honestly, it wasn't too bad. So maybe we're just really bad at predicting this. I thought you said, oh, you said you thought this podcast is going to be the worst. I thought you said last one last was one. the worst. Last one. Okay, I got you. Yeah, ended up, and it ended up being pretty good. So there you go. So we are here to break down the best picture winner for this year. It's been a pretty good year. I would actually go as far to say it's the best year we've discussed so far out of the five. You know, we're only five out of 92 or 93 years in so we got a lot to go but uh, so far i thought this was a pretty strong year but what was your thoughts on gandhi and this year of the oscars as a whole so this year of the oscars i felt was really strong i enjoyed most of the films um i will say gandhi was good it was a biopic but it was not my favorite but i can see why it won Best Picture. It's very Oscar-ish, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's very Oscar-y. Um, this is the total thing that the Oscars love. Uh, I've noticed through these five and through other Best Picture winners that I've been watching lately, we just watched A Beautiful Mind this week as well, and that follows the same character type of a biopic, a journey through one individual person, and we watch him age. He's this. We watch this young person who has this journey throughout this long two to three hour span of the film. And they love it when they use makeup and costumes to show the age of this character that we grow with. And, and that's in pretty much every one of these movies. Well, no, and oh, wow. We've watched a lot of biopics. Then we also watched Vice as well. Yeah, but that's not the best picture winner. Oh, sorry. Just saying. We so we've watched a lot of biopics lately. <laughs> yeah, but like this, all a lot of these films are a journey of a character from the beginning of their story to the end of like a biopic type story. Yeah, we had a beautiful mind that we watched on our own. We'll be discussing that with Gandhi. If you look at the films we've already watched, I would say Driving Miss Daisy is definitely one of those journeys for the the Miss Daisy character, and then Going My Way was also. A very similar story. I think the two that don't necessarily have the journey that we've discussed is Oliver, because that's a musical. I think you can put an asterisk if it's a musical; they'll love that as well. Like yeah, West Side Story is not going to West Side Story is not going to be like that either, but that's a musical. And then King's Speech. I just think uh, a lot of the films from the last fifteen years are a bit different, and this one is definitely a journey, but it's not really like a outstretched story like we'll be having with Gandhi. It's more of this guy's journey from being able to tell his speech. So it's more like a shortened experience. It's definitely Oscar-y, though. It's still, it's still like a short journey, yeah. I guess, if you say, to like overcome something. And wow, yeah, I'm really starting to notice that as well. Like, I didn't even think about it until you said that. They really do like films where 
you're going on some kind of journey. Yeah. And uh, you don't get that with King's speech, but if you look at these other ones, Driving Miss Daisy, Gandhi, and Beautiful Mind, all of them are this person who starts off, eh, not necessarily young for Miss Daisy. She was already pretty old at that point, but they love to show you how great the makeup is and how they can age the people because you really feel like you've actually grown with them. So they definitely love the long time periods as well. Yeah, and the makeup is just so impressive for me. Like even with Gandhi, they did a really good job because I was looking at the actor that played Gandhi and I was like, oh wow, like they used a lot of makeup on this guy and he really looked like Gandhi. I was shocked how like similar he yeah. looked to him. Yeah, so let's talk about the awards that it won or didn't win for Gandhi. So Gandhi was nominated for Best Picture. It won, obviously. That's why we're discussing this last. It was nominated for Lead Actor and won. It was nominated for Art Direction and won. It was nominated for Cinematography and won. It was nominated for Costumes and won. It was nominated for Directing and won. It was nominated for Editing and won that as well. And it was nominated for Original Screenplay. It also won that. It won almost every single award. I was about to say for was this it a, entire a clean ceremony. Or what? Almost. Uh, it lost three. It lost oh. to Sound, which was won by E.T. Of course, they deserve yeah. it. Yeah. It lost to Score, which was won by E.T. Of course. And it lost to Makeup, which was won by. Take a guess, Andrea. E.T. No, nah, I was just playing with you. Oh, like, oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I was just setting you up there. <laughs> You were. Yeah. Uh, no, it was it was some random movie that beat it. Oh. Yeah, but uh, those are the only three it lost. And I do want to say, we were just talking about the makeup for this film. It won all of these awards, and one of the most impressive parts of the film, it didn't even win. Was the makeup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty crazy, because yeah, the makeup is actually really well done, mostly for Gandhi. That's the thing. I think that's why it didn't win, because <laughs> it was pretty much just the usage of Gandhi. Yeah. No, I was going to say, that's really funny. I said E.T. to go along with your thing, because they're probably the one that used the least makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they used none. I was just yeah. Yeah, just trying to set you up. Yeah, that should have been an obvious go-to. Wow. Uh, I thought the makeup for Tootsie was pretty good, though. It was. Yeah. No, it was really good. But uh, still not better than Gandhi. Gandhi's makeup was actually mm -hmm. really good, because the actor that plays Gandhi... Um, what was his name again? I had it here. Uh, oh, I have it right here. Uh, ben Kingsley. Um, he was really good. He really looked like Gandhi. And I do got to say, the best part of this film is it really feels like you're watching Gandhi. Like, this doesn't feel like a film. It really does almost feel like a documentary. Like, it almost feels like you really are watching Gandhi on screen doing these amazing things. And I actually did really enjoy this film. I had a really good time. And uh, the length is definitely the worst part. It definitely yeah. drags at points. I wish they kind of just skipped sections and went to the really climatic, exciting moments. But it really does feel like Gandhi's there on screen. And maybe you need those slow moments to really make it feel like this is happening. But the makeup on Gandhi is incredible. It really looks like it's him. Yeah, no, 100% looks like him and... You know, yeah, I, I just want to say I'm the same as you. I wish I would have cut at least 30 minutes out of this movie because it's kind of repetitive because he does a lot of things to get his point across. And uh, the, some of the things you need, like the very beginning, it shows his first standoff with the law where like he just wants peace. 
and the guy's like beating him with a stick, but he just keeps doing it. I don't know. I overall it was good. It was just repetitive. You see, I haven't gotten it already, Andrea. This film is of the five we discussed, the one that has won the most awards. So ever uh, of the ones we've seen so far. Oh, no, I was like, no. Whoa. Uh, we still have to see Titanic. I was about to say. Yeah, uh, Titanic and the third Lord of the Rings. Those are the two tied for eleven each, I think. And this one has eight, so it was, it was only three off from those two. Holy cow! So it's still pretty strong. Of the ones we've seen so far, through our journey, we have Driving Miss Daisy and King's Speech both walking away with four wins. Mm -hmm. Oliver walking away with five. Going My Way walking away with seven. And Gandhi walking away with eight. So it just Ooh. beat out Going My Way. But it's it is, like increasing yeah. a little bit more. Kind yeah. Of. So it is now our number one film to walk away with the most wins here. It's from the 80s. Like, it, it, tough competition. We have Tootsie... E.T. There's some other great films that weren't even nominated, like The Thing and Blade Runner. So uh, it was a pretty solid year and to walk away with that many wins. Pretty crazy. I, I'm surprised that they got so many because these other films that we watched were honestly just as equally as impressive to me, some of them. So yeah. Yeah. I think the main thing to note here is of all the films I just listed off, Gandhi's the most Oscar-y. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So... E.T. is a family film with an alien. Tootsie is a raw is like a rom-com about a dude dressed up as a woman. The Thing is a horror film. Blade Runner sci-fi. Like all these well-regarded films of this year, you know, aren't really the Oscar films. They aren't really the ones that the Oscars are going to go to. A biopic of a huge figure in history in a three-hour journey with some great makeup, some great production design so yeah it, it's kind of hard to really beat it to walk with eight wins uh feels a little unfair for some of these specific awards but overall uh it's definitely the one film that the oscars were gonna go for so it's not surprising uh, maybe disappointing not surprised but like i don't know there was also the verdict and missing no, that's fair. The verdict is definitely and and missing. Yeah, a little. But yeah, the other one's no way. No way were they gonna go for like Tootsie or ET, in my opinion. Yeah, and missing and verdict were definitely in the realm of Oscar, based on true stories, courtroom drama. Those are the kind of films that mm -hmm. the Oscars also tend to like. Uh, but then in that aspect, I would think Gandhi's better than both of them. So I think uh, of the Oscar films. The best one, obviously, is the one walking away with all the awards. So it makes sense. Plus, you know, they do love biopics. This is yeah. also based on a true story of really the perfect character on screen. So for those that haven't seen the film, Gandhi's journey, man, I did not know much about him. I've read papers on him. Um, maybe I saw this film when I was in high school. I, I definitely I took some classes. That. I don't think I saw it because this is a over three hour movie. I think I would have remembered it. It's really long. Yeah, but I definitely saw like a documentary or some clips of Gandhi and his journey. Like I knew a bit about him, but for those that don't know, it really is a film that it's really a story that translates well to film. Like this is a story of really the greatest hero ever. Like this guy is the definition of hero. Like we were talking about verdict. And mm -hmm. how Paul Newman's character is so 
cookie cutter, heroic. Um, he kind of looks like a villain compared to Gandhi. Like he, he's 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 willing to like cut some throats. Gandhi won't cut anything. He is like the most peaceful dude ever, and I love it. I actually think it's really cool to see all the people, the, especially the evil Britons. Oh, those Brits. They're so uh, mean. How dare they want to monopolize the salt in uh, in India? And how dare they want to kind of control India for their own well-being? Those monsters. Uh, but Gandhi has always protested against the Brits and against any adversaries mm-hmm. through peace. He is the one that is preaching very hard. We are going to make a stance by doing the right thing. This is not an eye for an eye because then it leaves the whole world blind. That's his classic line. They aren't going to fight violence with violence. They're going to peacefully make their statement. I do think on screen, it's powerful when you see the Brits or whoever it is that's going against Gandhi's group, beating them up and they're just standing there and they're not doing anything. Like that is pretty freaking crazy. So a really awesome film with some cool moments. Uh, What was your thoughts? I think this film gives a really strong statement it just shows you who gandhi was as a person and everything he stood for and he's a guy that i think everyone should respect he stood up for basically his country's rights and he did it without violence which is like really hard to do especially in this day and age and i'm sure it was hard to do back then as well yeah maybe i don't have as much of an issue with the length because I like the little moments. Obviously, like the big standout moments of his group standing there and letting them beat them up mm-hmm. as their way of peacefully protesting. Like stuff like that is great. But the little things where whenever he's having a conversation with people, he's sitting on the floor because he doesn't want to sit on material yeah. wealth. Or instead of taking a limousine driver to drive him to the hotel, he's yeah. just walking there. He doesn't want to be driven there. Uh, so little things like that is really sweet. Um, <laughs> It's a three-hour movie, about at least an hour of the whole movie. You see him sewing his own clothes, which he's, is hilarious. He's just a really humble guy. He just, like, literally wants to live off the earth. Because in the very beginning, he's a lawyer. You see him in this nice tux, or, sorry, this nice suit. And then as the movie goes, he decides he wants to be like the people. So he literally is sitting in on all these huge meetings and, like, just literally, like, cloths covering him. Yep. It was crazy, yeah. Yeah, it is funny how we see him for about a third of the movie just sewing clothes because he's yeah. sewing his own clothes. It takes a while, <laughs> so uh, honestly, the film did kind of feel pretty real. That's what I was saying with the documentary thing. Like he's holding conversations while he's sewing his next outfit because you know the, wow. the boy's clothes are dirty. He's got to get a new outfit, and he's not going to go to the local Target, so he's going to quickly sew his own shirt. Uh, I thought that was so fun. Um, little things like that where he's just living his life and it's happening around him. Like it really felt like he was in this world. Uh, so I do really like the, the everything about Gandhi is great. Uh, his character, the performance. Um, I was saying that I would be shocked if we found a performance better than Dustin Hoffman and Tootsie. Uh, we might've found it here. He was really great as Gandhi. Yeah, he, he was so believable. I mean, you literally the whole time, you were just rooting for this guy, even though you know... You knew that he had, like, all these other leaders around him that, like, they were wanting to go against each other. And he just kept preaching, no, like, we got to do this peacefully, not violently. Because everyone else was ready to do it the violent way. They were ready to declare a war. And 
then Gandhi had to kind of step in there and say he was fasting. Poor guy. He fasted for like a really long time, I think. <laughs> yeah, fasting until there was no more violence. Mm -hmm. So he was not going to eat or do anything. He just laid there and it really just started to wither away. Like yeah. He was fasting for quite a while because this was at the same time uh, a little thing called World War II existed. You know, you might have heard of it. You know, a bit of a hipster thing back in the day, but you know, a few people might have heard of it. Uh, Gandhi was uh, was fasting until violence stopped, until the war was over, people weren't fighting each other, and finally came at peace. And so, I imagine it took quite a while until uh, he was finally able to eat. And I was telling Andrew when the peace finally happened, and he kind of just sat up a little bit because you know the dude's half dead at that point. And he was like, all right, so uh, I guess now that it's over, I guess I can eat and drink. Uh, do, do you guys want to give me like an orange juice and some bread? Oh, and I yeah. was like, Gandhi, <laughs> at least order three pizzas while you're at it. I would have went all out. The yeah. guy, guy's so humble. I was like, yeah. literally went into his orange juice and bread and I was shocked. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Now imagine not eating for a couple months and then just being like, eh, I can go for some OJ. Why not? <laughs> like that pulp <laughs> it's real good yeah so uh, what a guy who honestly what a baller move to just yes. not eat for months and then the first thing you have is just a glass of orange juice that is pretty great like what a move yeah just be like all right i haven't eaten in a while man i am hungry give me some of that glass of juice <laughs> let's, let's do this yeah what a move but yeah gandhi was great uh, and yeah so the whole journey is pretty much him being a lawyer at the beginning. Then he realizes how uh, unfairly treated the people of India are compared to Britain. So he kind of flips sides, but joins India and kind of helps guide them to the right path through safe means, through taking the righteous path, nonviolence. And I really think that's what makes this film great is not only is he able to do such a great deed for an entire country, but he's able to do it in a way that uh, you probably couldn't do nowadays. Like I feel like nowadays, no, no. pretty hard to do something that peacefully and that successfully. Uh, but he really does it because not only is he just a good-hearted guy, but he's so charismatic. Like he is so sweet on camera. You believe him. You want to trust him. Um, yeah. No, I, I thought the performance for Gandhi and Gandhi himself was great. Yeah. Um, was there any favorite scenes of yours, Andrea? Hmm. You know, I think I honestly, I I just liked how he was a really peaceful guy, and he's always trying to break up fights, do the right thing, and that's what I think made him so epic of like a figure in history. But other than that, I don't think I really had a specific moment in the film maybe like at the end when he was fasting like the one we've already mentioned about the orange juice and bread i really like that because i thought that showed uh, a lot of power that he could stop something that big from happening from people knowing he was doing something yeah one of my favorite scenes uh one of the only good scenes with gandhi not there is when the Britain people are kind of up in their building, kind of figuring out, all right, let's get the lay of the land. How is this salt mining doing from Gandhi's team? And the head guy is like, all right, so lay it on me. How's the, like, have people been lashing out? Has there been violence from this going on? They're like, oh yeah, one of the captains, he kind of snapped and 
started machine gunning everybody and killed a bunch of people. And the guy's like, sorry, I don't think he understood. Is there violence on their end? I, like, I don't give a fuck if we were being violent. But did they act violent? Because if they did, we can latch on that in the press and we can show that they're the bad guys, right? Like, give us some ammunition. Did they do anything violent? And the guy's like, uh, oh, on their end? No, no, <laughs> they didn't do anything. They just stood there and let themselves die. Like, they were being peaceful people. And that was what was so great, how they couldn't do anything. Like, they couldn't paint them in a bad light because they didn't do anything. Well, I was going to say also, yeah, I thought it was funny because, like, it just made them look worse because they were doing that to them and they were doing nothing back. Yeah, well, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah. Like, if they, like Gandhi said, two wrongs could make a right for them, right? Like, oh, eye for an eye, right? Like, if they hurt us, we can say we hurt, like, that's why we hurt them back. But if they never initiated or did anything, Mm -hmm. they can't paint it in any way besides them being the bad guys. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was a pretty awesome moment because it kind of made them realize, oh, man, like, we are the bad guys. Like, it was a moment of realization for them. Absolutely. And a scene that I liked, I don't know, I wouldn't say it was my favorite, was all throughout this film, Gandhi, at one point, they were husband and wife. um, And she's with him most of the film. And... uh, he, like, has to convince her to, like, basically be on his level. And at first she doesn't want to do it, but then she does it. And then, like I said, she's there the whole time. And then the very end before she's ready, like, she's about to pass away. Like, they have this really sweet scene where he's like, you're my best friend. And, yeah. It was probably the only part in the film that, like, made me cry or get, like, super, super emotional about anything. Uh, it was just really touching to see her stay with him the whole film. And you could tell he was really, he was really tore up about it. Yeah, uh, I thought the relationship was really great between Gandhi and, do you, do you remember the woman's name? I forget, but I do think their bond was really cute. Uh, it was one of the only like human moments about Gandhi. Like he's such a larger than life character. That to have somebody that you can see him so attached to, uh, even when they're not married. Uh, he does have the ceremony where he tells her that she's his best friend. All right. So anything else necessarily you want to talk about? What was your least favorite part of this film? Hmm. Uh, you know, I would just say all the violence. It was crazy how violent the people were in the film. You, you saw them. The British beating them with like their sticks and then we heard the one story about I can't remember if they said that he shot the guy or he like had a knife on him and then someone ended up dying it, it was just crazy seeing all of that go down and it just it was horrible yeah um no I like that because it emphasized how great well, they were doing it because they were being peaceful. I liked it, but like, I don't know. It was just really brutal. I think the one thing I didn't like was a bit of a director decision to have the very first scene of the film be Gandhi getting shot, mm-hmm. which is fine. We're laying out the groundwork that he is going to die in this film, which is, you know, obviously he's not alive right now, so obviously he's going to die. So that's fine. But if they're going to show that decision of showing him dying at the beginning, I was under the impression that they did that to let us know that he dies for what he believes in. And the journey is going to be Gandhi making 
all these moral decisions and we're not going to pay attention to him getting shot near the end of the film, right? Like it's going to be a journey of like moral decisions and the high ground and this, like the spiritual journey that him and the audience will go through. Mm -hmm. And he dies. We got rid of that at the beginning. We don't need to have the death scene near the end, right? We got that. We got that over with at the beginning. The ending is going to be a, a happy moment. It's going to be a moment of reflection. Oh. So I didn't think we were going to go back yeah. to him getting shot. So either don't have it at the beginning. I, I don't. I don't. I guess what I'm getting as I don't understand the decision to have it as the first scene and then to have it at the end again. I don't understand why we have to see him getting shot twice. Like they emphasize on the worst moment of his story. They should have done it at the beginning and got it over with, or don't have it at the beginning and just have that be part of the, the journey. So I don't necessarily understand why we emphasized the worst part of the film twice. Bit of an odd choice. I actually thought what would have been really powerful was we saw him get shot at the beginning, we go through the whole film, and then we see him about to walk out. And me and you both knew instantly, oh, this is where yeah. he's going to get shot. This yeah. is, he had the two girls round on his arms, mm -hmm. he was walking down at this city. We understand what was about to happen. And he walked away with the two girls and we actually stayed in the building with that other girl, the one that was the reporter yeah. on his story. And I thought it would have been interesting because they were talking about how Gandhi never believed in himself and how he kind of thought that he yeah, failed. He failed. Yeah. And they had that beautiful story. And then I thought we were going to hear the gunshots in the background, right? To hear the gunshot, to let us know that he just died and to have everybody in that room like cry because they loved him so much. And that would have showed that he didn't fail, that he was loved by everybody in that room because we heard the gunshots. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was the story we were going to go. And I thought that would have been a more powerful moment to then show a different point of view of that scene. And it would have been a more humble and mm -hmm. emotional part of his death if we showed that emphasize at the end. So I thought that directorial decision would have been more effective. It would have been, it would have made more sense for the story we were receiving uh, but no, instead, the director decided to show us him dying twice. I don't know why, but uh, that was a decision. That would have been a really good ending if they would have just, like, ended with the gunshots at the end. Yeah. yeah I I second that. Also, while we're on that, something I wish they kind of would have, like, went over, like, who the guy was that assassinated him at the end. Because we know nothing about this guy. He literally just walks in with a gun and kills him, and that's it. And then at the very end, like, we see it again, and he kind of looks Gandhi in the eye, and he shoots him. I mean, I don't know anything about this guy, like, why he did it. I'm just assuming he didn't like um, Gandhi's way of teaching. Not sure, but I don't know. I just knew nothing about the guy. Right. I'll pull back a little bit on that. I don't think they should have explained to the killer, because this isn't a film to glorify Gandhi getting murdered, right? Like, this is the worst part of his story. We don't want to give any backstory to a horrible person, right? I liked what they did in the first scene, where they showed him shooting Gandhi, and then that was it. I kind of liked getting rid of him getting shot at the beginning. Uh, but yeah, if they're going to show it the second time, then... I kind of agree they should give a bit of a backstory if that's the story they want to go. I think they should have just uh, tried to ignore that as much as possible because Gandhi dying is not the focus of the story. It is about being moral and spiritual and nonviolent and treating people right, like treating people righteously. So I thought the emphasize on Gandhi's death twice in this film when that's the complete opposite of its intent yep. uh, was my least favorite part. Uh, I would have actually liked if they didn't show him dying at all. 
Like, we all know he's dead. We don't need to show him dying. Yeah. Right? Like, that isn't the point of this film. The entire film is to not be violent. And I guess maybe, maybe that's the point of him showing him dying, right? To show that he died because of a violent action. Somebody shot yeah, him, right? Yeah, well, yeah. And I was going to say, and it's so crazy because he was such a peaceful man. And then for him to die such a violent way. Yeah. So it is much of a contrast. Mm -hmm. uh, it's important. I'm glad, I guess I'm glad they showed it. I don't like that they showed it twice. Literally, the one thing Gandhi doesn't want. And they're going to emphasize it twice in his own movie. A uh, bit of an odd choice. Yeah. Uh, the film won for best directing. Uh, I don't think it should have. <laughs> I, like that was, the, that was no. purely a director's choice to show that twice, uh, and I thought that was the wrong choice. So, uh, and yeah, th that was my biggest issue with the whole film was the directorial choice to do that. So, um, yeah, I, I don't love the directing win, but as we've discussed, Andrea, aside from Driving Miss Daisy, the one outlier doesn't even get a directing nom, but the other four that we've now discussed: King's Speech, Going My Way, Oliver, and Gandhi. Director has won all four. Oh, wow. Yeah, so director, if you win that, you win it all, it seems. These are the five that we discussed on the podcast, but obviously we've been following Oscars the last Even, two years, and Parasite mm -hmm. and Nomadland have also won directing uh, and best picture. Yeah, so of, of the seven we've been following now, six of them have them winning it. Uh, and then Driving Miss Daisy. It's funny how it didn't even get nominated. It was such an outlier. So odd. Yeah. Uh, and then, once again, continuing the trend that we've been discussing, editing has been nominated for Gandhi as well. Like I've said, I believe only three of the 93 Oscar winners didn't get nominated for editing. So oh, wow. that's another tick on the box here. Right now, we are seven for seven for editing nominations oh, for the best picture. Yeah. And I will say the editing for Gandhi is pretty good. Uh, probably not my favorite of the year, but it is really well done. There's one scene that you really like. You're like, oh, wow, I really love how they edited that. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that shot. Yeah, there's one shot that is beautifully edited, where it is a kind of documentary found footage of Gandhi and a bit of a, and just some clips of some of the things he did. And then the black and white documentary footage mm -hmm. is then transitioned seamlessly into the scene at the end of the doc, at the end of that footage and the beginning of the next scene literally merges into color and it's this beautiful moment uh it really is gorgeous you're right i take it back the editing should have won it was great you convinced me thanks thanks so we just discussed what we loved we discussed what we didn't love uh, let's discuss some of the nominations here for lead actor ben kingsley won the oscar here uh, what was your thoughts on that i think he 100 should deserve this he, I've already said it, but he was amazing. He was on point. You can really tell he like embraced the role that he was playing. And I think he was a great fit. I agree. Really great in this. This is a three hour journey of him alone. If he did not feel like Gandhi, if I didn't believe I was watching Gandhi on screen, this film would have been way worse for me. Mm -hmm. Because I believed I was watching Gandhi on screen, I bought it. I was in love with it. Made a lot of sense. So he was great. My favorite part of the film. Well-deserved. What about the cinematography? I uh, got the win for that. What was your thoughts on the cinematography? I mean, I thought the cinematography overall was pretty good, especially some of the places that they shot for it. 
So I don't really have an issue with them winning. I'm trying to think of the other people that were nominated for this category or like over the films that we watched for this year. Uh, no, I think, I think it's a fair win in my opinion. No, it is not a fair win. <laughs> I will not sit quietly upon this. Gandhi is fine. It deserved the nomination. It is a beautifully shot film. But when there is a movie called E.T. that exists, I thought a lot of the scopes and landscapes of that film were shot really well. So definitely E.T. for me. It's one of the best shot films I think we've seen yet for this podcast, except for like, you know, uh, Inception and stuff. Those were beautifully shot. But this is definitely one of the tops for me for E.T. Uh, Gandhi's great. Uh, what else won cinematography? Um, and none of the other winners have won cinematography yet. So I guess this is the first, but it's good. It's good. I, I don't hate it. Hmm. So what about costume? What was your thoughts on the costume? Did Gandhi sew all the costumes himself for this win? Did he get the win? That would have been pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I know. Definitely. Definitely. I'm trying to decide. Do they deserve... Is This is just costume? No. Hmm... Just thinking about the other ones. You know, I think so. I think it really fit. Like, I love, like, the cloth, like, he just had draped over him. And, I mean, it reminded me of Gandhi. Heck, we play Civilization Six. It looks just like the guy on Civilization Six, Gandhi. But I'm sure the costume designer <laughs> would love that review. <laughs> probably not. They'd probably be like, wow. Anyway, I thought... I thought it was, yeah, they were very well done. No, I thought the costume was really great. Um, I think, yeah, no matter what, this is going to get the win. The costume is such a powerful part of this film where mm -hmm. you see Gandhi in these drags and he's sitting on the floor talking to businessmen in suits while they're in chairs. It is such a powerful visual look. And what makes it feel even more powerful is the fact that he is wearing something mm -hmm. and they're wearing these very fancy elaborate clothes. So the costumes really add to the dynamic of the film. And I really like it. One of my favorite parts of the film, uh, not even necessarily like the costumes were amazing, but just how it's used to emphasize the story. It adds to the story, which costumes, they, uh, they're kind of like a nice little side to the story like you're like oh these french fries for my burger really great but like not why i'm here but like the costume's part of the burger in this like it really right. feels like it's part of it uh and it's really effective so really well done uh the screenplay what's your thoughts on the screenplay um it was good but like i don't i don't know if it was the best i like the story i don't know if them cutting it down does that count as screenplay because i the definitely think the length should have been cut down for this at least 30 minutes should have been taken out for this film um i don't know i don't think i would i don't think i would give it the best though because i thought we had a lot of good good real stories this time uh i don't know i think i would probably lean more towards like missing or something like that yeah but I that's really adapted that. oh that's adapted oh crap yeah Wait, which ones are uh, missing also in screenplay one adapted screenplay gandhi surprisingly was when the original screenplay even though it's based on a care 
off of a real person. Uh, the, the story itself is original. So Gandhi was up against Tootsie and E.T. Those were its competition. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in here. Yeah, for sure. I, I actually thought the screenplay was pretty great. I think the length, I agree, could definitely be trimmed a bit. I'm not going to sit here and lie. It's not the best screenplay in the world. And I might have a personal bias towards Tootsie. I really love Tootsie. And so I think I would actually give that the screenplay win personally. But uh, the lines in this film is so great. Like the way Gandhi is just so straightforward with his responses. Obviously with his line, eye for an eye, the whole world will go blind. But he has so many other moments where he's in court and they're telling him, hey, or, or like, What's your case or whatever? And he just stands there straight up. He's like, if you want me to, if, if you expect me to sit here and pretend that I'm going to apologize for how you guys treat India and your unfairness uh, towards us, just throw me in jail because I'm not going to apologize. Like Gandhi is such a badass and the lines are really he, good. He was such a badass. Yeah. And that was one of the things that made it so good. It was this weak little man in rags, but... He wasn't going to give them what they wanted, and he went to jail so many times in this film. Yeah, a weird comparison, but it's like My Cousin Vinny, where Vinny goes to jail like three or four times throughout the film. Like, it's like a running joke at this point. Like, that's really how it is with Gandhi. Every time he's in jail, you're like, ah, classic Gandhi. Yeah. In jail again, that rascal. Um, no, I thought, I thought the screenplay was really fun. Uh, it was one of my favorites of the year. Uh, I, I wouldn't personally give it the win, but I have no issue with it winning. Uh, I feel like really since good. you explained to me what was what, I probably would have gave it to E.T. just because I really liked that screenplay. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I thought it was really good. Yeah, no. Yeah. Also a very cute screenplay. Mm -hmm. Earlier in the podcast, I said that this is the best year we've discussed so far for the podcast. Uh, overall as a film for all the nominations. And I also think this is the strongest screenplay we've had. I think all five of the nominated films have good screenplays. Absolutely. Yeah, I felt like I was engaged in all of these films. I didn't feel like I was withdrawn whatsoever. Maybe, well, maybe a little bit during Gandhi just because of the length. But other than that, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like Going My Way and Driving Miss Daisy both won screenplays for their respective years. Uh, and I think all five of the nominations this year had stronger screenplays. Like, I thought that's how good this competition was. And none of them are Best Picture winners. Well, Gandhi is, but the other four aren't. Uh, and then the final one that I want to touch on, we don't need to discuss art direction or editing, but uh, let's discuss directing. I've already expressed my uh, issues with how they decided to do that one decision for the film. But overall, uh, what was your thoughts on the directing? The directing was okay. I'm like you. Like, there is some stuff... I 100% think the director could have been like, okay, we don't need to drag this out a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> we've seen Gandhi thrown in jail one too many times. Like maybe we could take like one out. Uh, and yeah, like you said, the this where they showed him getting shot twice was like really weird. They should have either done it at the beginning or the end and not really like focused both times on it. Because if Gandhi was watching this, I'm sure... The dude would not want that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I don't know if anybody would want to watch a movie of them getting shot twice. Like, <laughs> maybe there was a movie of me and I watched myself dying twice. That might give me like PTSD. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm about to die twice like that. That sounds horrible. Ugh. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I want to see myself die. That does sound pretty terrifying. All right. Well, that's everything for Gandhi.
What is your storyboard for this film? Uh, for those that don't know, uh, this actually goes back to Going My Weight, since we're discussing Best Picture winners. When we did the 1945 Going My Way, one of the awards it won was for Best Film Story, which was a thing for, I believe, only that year. Maybe it was like 1944 as well, but very shortly for like a year or two, they did Film Story, which is just the best story. Like just overall, we put it as a two to three sentence elevator pitch for what this film is about. That is the film's story. Uh, they, they dropped that award for some reason and we're bringing it back, baby. What's the film story for Gandhi, Andrea? I think I'm gonna go with man wants peace. Man gets peace with his actions. Very good. Thanks. Yeah. My... Maybe not at the very end, but yeah. <laughs> Overall, his goal is accomplished. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, mine would be Gandhi wants peace, go to jail. Gandhi wants peace again and still goes to jail. Gandhi wants to make sure there's peace and still goes to jail. So, so, so that'll be my film. That'll be my uh, film story. Love that. Yeah. And so we also are on Letterboxd. You can watch our journey there. I am at Quentin Phillips, and I believe. Who knows? Uh, Andrea is at Andrea. Is it lizard emoji? Did you change it up now? Snowflake emoji. Um, I think it's lizard or penguin emoji. Oh, penguin emoji. That was it. She is Andrea penguin emoji now. And, you know, you can follow her. She doesn't really write the reviews on there, but... I do. I've got better at it. Yeah, she's gotten a bit better. I like to tease her. But uh, we'll get her score now. What is your score for Gandhi? Right now, I'm sitting in between two. I'm going to think You're going to give over. it a two? No, I said stop. I'm thinking... I'm sitting between two different scorings. Oh, whew. Wow. Wow. Um... <laughs> It is on my lower half, like, like it was good. It, honestly, it was middle of the road for me. I'm either gonna give it a three or a three point five. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely. I knew I would like it more than you. I thought you were gonna give it a three point five, uh, but I'm gonna give it a four. I thought it was overall. I thought it was a really great story. Uh, the only issue is, yeah, I think the length is too long. I don't know how often I'm gonna ever want to rewatch it, but uh, I had a good time when I was watching it. Uh, I thought I thought it was a really sweet story, great performance. Uh, not an issue with this being the winner. I thought it was pretty good. All right, so that's everything on our end. You can watch us in two weeks' time when we do the Oscar Rewind Ceremony, where we take all five of the Best Picture-nominated films. So for those that uh, aren't aware, you skipped an episode or two, that's fine. Last episode I said it was going to be the worst one. Andrew said this one's the shortest. So, you know, uh, there's been a tough few episodes here, according to us. I'm kidding. I, I thought we, I actually, I thought this was one of our better Oscar years. I thought we actually, maybe I, it's because maybe the content was good. I, no, I love this year. Yeah, this was yeah. definitely a year where I could at least find something to talk about in each film that we did. Yeah, I thought we had a lot to talk about. So we have E.T., Tootsie, Missing, The Verdict, and the Best Picture winner, Gandhi. We're going to throw all five into all the Oscar nominations or all the main categories, and we're gonna score them ourselves until we determine the new official Best Picture winner. Will Gandhi yeah. keep the title based on Andrea's score of a three? I don't think so, but who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel pretty good, it's not gonna make it, but who knows, maybe Andrea will change her heart. She'll feel bad for the old man, but until uh -huh. two weeks time, have a great day, guys. Bye.